Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, friends beyond the binary, and all my patron peeps watching this live live stream uh, with like a little botches, uh, tiny little botches, like tiny little bubbles uh, drifting on the air to put you to sleep. It's time, patrons, for the show that you support. It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Uh, Sleep With Me is made possible by all the hard work uh, by Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful Studios, who edits episodes and does our theme music. Carl W., who edits episodes. Uh, Jonathan Mann is on our lullabies. You can commission a song from him at song.jonathanmann.net. Uh, Kenny, Scotty, and Jennifer are on our, on our, on our artwork. I want to thank everyone at Night Vale Presents. You can check out all the amazing shows over at nightvalepresents.com. So I want to thank uh, Eric and the team at Astound who do our website. I'm at Dearest Scooter on Twitter. Remember to subscribe to the show or use it in our, uh, you can use it in your smart speaker. You can just say, hey, smart speaker, play sleep with me. And speaking of, you know who's smart. I want to thank the moderators from our listener Facebook group, Stacy and Sarah, Keith and Laura, uh, Julie and Jennifer. And what do you say? We get on with the show. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, uh, whether it's uh, thoughts feelings, uh, physical sensations, weather, changes in time or temperature, travel, maybe a new work shift or the end of a school year, Uh, maybe someone's on vacation or you're anticipating vacation or you're packing. Okay, don't get me started with packing. Whatever it is that's keeping you up, I'd like to help with that. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, rusty tangents, a faded sleep dust. Uh, what I'm going to do is try to help. I'm smoothing out a safe place uh, for you to come rest in. And if you're new, which would be uh, if you're a new patron, uh, thank you so much, by the way. Welcome to the Patreon. Welcome to the Patron Club. Uh, a little bit different intro tonight. Uh uh, thank you for supporting the show, whether you're new or an old listener, but I want to keep it familiar. What I'm going to do is uh, send my voice across the deep, dark night, lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders. Uh, I'm going to try to help uh, structurally what to expect. Uh, it's like uh, The show starts off with a little, hey, patron message. Uh, then is the uh, who made the show possible, who worked on the show. Uh, then there's an intro. Usually the intro is around 12 minutes or 11 minutes or 10 minutes. Sometimes they're 15 minutes, possibly 14 minutes. On some occasions, they could be 17 minutes. And I'm not avoiding you 13. You know, they could be 13 minutes. In uh, the intro is kind of a show within a show, as you know, where I try to avoid rhyming ever so. <laughs> yada, yada, yo. Uh, but but it's the uh, intro is kind of like a, something familiar, is something new, is something kind. If you're feeling blue, uh, sorry, patrons, I'm doing a little pandering for you. Uh, uh, but really, I'm here to help. Uh, oh no, the intro. So, uh, sorry, patrons, sorry about that. Uh, 
Let me uh, get, let me get back in here. Let me. You know what I should do is just smooth out this safe place. I'm gonna pat it. I'm gonna rub it down. I'm gonna say safe place. Uh, and uh, yeah, the intro is kind of to create that safe place and to remind you of it. Uh, and maybe when you were new, you said, "What? Is, what in the heck is a safe place? What is this? Uh, what is what is this? What is he up to here?" And I'd say, "Well, I, I'm not exactly sure." But, you know, I, I, not only am I, t- this, believe it or not, you came on the perfect day because not only is this place safe, you know, I'm working on the latest in sleep uh, technology, packable safe places. Yes, yes, finally, a safe place uh, you could, is it, no, not packable like wet nap? Some part of my brain just interjected. Well, maybe. I don't know if a safe place in a wet nap, may, wet naps, we'll have wet naps in the safe place, but I don't know. If, uh, okay, uh, I'm sorry, could I come back to you in a minute? Because I do need some, pa- I was thinking about packing things. Uh, uh, but yeah, the intro is a safe place. And I don't know if you can remember the first couple intros you heard and what you were thinking when you heard it. But now uh, you're a creator, you're a maintainer, you're a contributor to the sustainability of this safe place. I don't know if that makes you feel safer but look at look at this smoothing and padding I'm doing and the rubbing down and the safe placing. It uh, wouldn't be possible without you. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, so that's kind of the intro. And then usually I try to make a metaphor for the show. And the metaphor, you know, rarely goes, you know, it goes off the rails, as they say. It, I, I think that's a metaphor of about metaphors going off the rails. Uh, then there's a story. Tonight we'll be running through the Fearless Flyer. Uh, for the first time for patrons only, a little bit like uh, of an experiment here. And uh, like, uh, believe it or not, I forget, I'll, I'll be, the, you know, I'll try to do a Q&A in place of the thank yous and the good nights. Uh, and maybe I'll say, maybe I'll, you know, maybe my nana brain will say, Scoots, can you thank everybody before you Q&A them? And I'd say, well, I don't know if I'll be queuing anyone. They're already kind of in a virtual queue, uh, nana. But uh, I'll, I'll be I'll be I won't be aing anyone. I'll be I'll try to answer, but I'll try to remember that, Nana. So we'll be doing that. Uh, so we'll be doing talking about the fearless flyer, and uh, yeah. So uh, what was I talking about? So the, like, is the podcast at all like packing? I don't know. I think the podcast is more a, a packing distraction or a preparation distraction, or an unpacking. Those are really uh, at least for me. They could be very loaded things, like uh, like that part of my brain says, "Why haven't you unpacked yet?" Or that says, "Okay, we just walked in the door from the airport. We should unpack immediately." And you say, "Well, I, like I, I got like I, I would like to sit on the couch in my own mirth or something. I, I don't know if I really want to do any unpacking right now." I say, "Okay, well, uh, like, but we should unpack everything now. We should let's start doing laundry." You say, "Well, I don't know." And then it would say, okay, well, I guess you could just leave the like luggage uh, on the floor for a few weeks. And I say, maybe, but you're going to get me that if I do that, uh, then, you know, I don't want to go too deep into it. And then there's like the thinking about packing, which I won't go into at all. So I figured with this podcast, well, I guess I didn't even realize it. Like uh, I wanted to create a safe place that's packable. And believe it or not, this uh, podcast is actually retroactively packable uh, because it's in digital form. Uh, 
And so, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, it's, it, I don't know, what is it, should we have it scrunched or fold? It's folded and scrunched. And instead of in a stuffed sack, uh, it's in a stuffing sack, uh, which is actually a sack made of a stuffing-like material, not of real stuffing. But the sack is, like, lined with uh, foam cubes uh, made to look like stuffing and actually infused with a scent of stuffing, lightly infused. So don't worry, your safe place will not smell like stuffing. But it will have, like, a, you'll feel like you're stuffing, like the, the good parts of stuffing. Uh, yeah, so, so yeah, we'll, we're going to take the safe place, we're going to fold it, we're going to scrunch it, we're going to pat it down, we're going to say, safe place, uh, and then we're going to take it and put it in that stuffing sack, uh, and we're, we're going to scrunch it in there, and it's going to be stuffed up against those sweet cubes of imaginary stuffing. Man, it's, okay, I'll admit it, it's manufactured stuffing, uh, but manufactured to, to make your safe place even well, actually, it's just digital. These, this, believe it or not, that's a metaphor. My nana just like uh, she's giving me a look, like her arms are crossed, and she's saying, "What kind of safe place has manufactured stuffing?" And I says, "What what kind of nana interrupts me when I'm making a wonderfully charming metaphor uh, to remind me that I shouldn't have manufactured stuffing in my stuffing sack, nana? What else would I put in there? Like I can't put real stuffing in a stuffing sack." Unless it's a sack for bringing, Nana, what about this? What about you and I, instead of going Christmas caroling, we go, we become the the first, this will be the first thing ever, Nana. We'll be stuffing sackers and we'll carry giant stacks of, uh, sacks of stuffing. We'll, we'll place it in stacks and then we'll place our sacks in stacks. And then on Thanksgiving, we'll go door to door with those like big uh, popcorn scoopers, and when people answer their door, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll slide the stuffing wherever they wish into their hands or into a bowl, and uh, we'll you know we'll 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 call ourselves we'll yeah we'll go door to door with sacks of stuffing, steaming stuffing. You're right, Nana. Oh boy, yeah, of course we'll say thank you. Wait, we'll say thank you for them taking our stuffing. Okay, and will the stuffing be so pillowy, Nana? So savory. Oh, it will, Nana. Oh, I cannot wait uh, for that savory stuffing. So sweet. Uh, so nice. Uh, so, Nana, I was going to talk about packing, but now I'm talking about sacking. And uh, it really feels exciting. I cannot wait to pack my sack uh, of stuffing. I'm so glad you uh, you pointed me in the right direction. And... It, to be honest, Nana, nothing could represent the spirit of the podcast more than a door-to-door, than a boy and his Nana going door-to-door uh, with sacks of stuffing, free stacks, no, stacks and stacks of stuffing, uh, yeah, to deliver it. Uh, they, nothing says thank you. And then we say thank you. Nana, I didn't even realize your brilliance till just now that— uh, We'll say thank you on Thanksgiving when we're giving away stuffing. Holy moly, Nana. Ooh, you, Nana, why don't you do this, the sleep podcast? Oh, because you live in my brain and you're imaginary. Oh, I forgot about that part. So you kind of do. So I guess I should give you, I should say thank you, Nana. And I should say thank you. 
to all the patrons that are here in this safe place with me now, uh, here in the deep, dark night, supporting one another, uh, supporting the show for millions and millions of uh, listeners uh, over the years, uh, tens and tens and tens of millions of listeners. And the podcast in this safe place wouldn't exist without your willingness uh, to either carry that sack uh, or stack a sack or say, hey, here's here's some uh, money to get your stuffing mixed with. Uh, isn't that nice, Nana? Oh, I should say thank you. I'll say thank you again on behalf of my Nana and I. You know, I really have over these years yearned and I've strived and I've worked very hard, but it would not have been possible uh, to keep it going. Uh, with, without the support uh, for the stuffing, for the sacks, uh, for everything, really. I guess maybe I'm, I'm not trying to deflect. It's just such a such a savory metaphor, as Nana said. Uh, so thank you, uh, because you truly, uh, you truly do. You keep this show a going. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the latest uh, in the first uh, episode of Sleepless, Sleepless, Fearless, Sleepless. Uh, patron-only broadcast of uh, the Fearless Flyer. And this may be the most recent Fearless Flyer we've ever done. It's June when I'm recording this, and we're doing the May 2018 Fearless Flyer. Usually we're like three or four months behind. And uh, just in case those of you that don't have a Trader Joe's, uh, I want to explain that for everybody. So Trader Joe's is a grocery store, and I always forget what the other, like a food store, a food shop, uh, gross, I don't think it's a grocer, because that's usually just a person, uh, or it could be some other way of using the word gross in a sentence. Oh yeah, grocer. Is it more gross, or is it grosser? Uh, like, uh, truly tasteless gross jokes or something. Are these jokes grosser? Grosser jokes. That would be a pr- pretty good pun if I could, if I was good at making puns. Um, but so Trader Joe's is a bit like a supermarket. It's just smaller. It carries mostly store brands, which aren't exactly generic. Uh, and sometimes it does carry non-Trader Joe's items, but it mostly carries like Trader Joe's branded merchandise. And they are uh, known uh, for just having less choices. Uh, but uh, high-quality ingredients, you know, kind of catering uh, to to a certain clientele that uh, maybe says, oh, geez, I like things a little bit more healthy or natural, except that everywhere you turn in Trader Joe's are snacks and uh, chocolate-covered things and syrupy things. They say, well, wait a second. I didn't know I needed that kind of gummy, but now I do. Uh, so it, it's a bit like a grocery store. It's just smaller. A lot of jokes are made about uh, how hard it is to move around in Trader Joe's. Uh, it's uh, how hard it is to park at Trader Joe's. Uh, it it isn't quite uh, as expensive. I mean, I consider it at the same price as a regular grocery store, and I always base that on the price per pound of re- just regular coffee. Uh, in this case, uh, Colombian coffee. Uh, which is about five or four ninety nine, depending on where you're going, like wh- where you live, and so so. It, it, and a lot of other things, they keep their pricing competitive 
you don't have a lot of choices. It is, I think it's, uh, I don't think it's a publicly traded company, but I do know that per square foot, it's one of the most profitable, if not the most profitable uh, grocery store in the world because they pack a lot of things into those square feet and uh, they just, they just do, they do a very good job of that. Uh, uh, so, and yet, I guess uh, at some point, Trader Joe's may have been bought by a uh, b- bigger corporation. Uh, but I, you know, I always get it mixed up because, uh, it, but it does, their marketing and their, I don't know if, I don't, I don't exactly know what company ethos means, but their ethos is one of a, a family feel. They do do a lot of uh, community and local support uh, where their star stores are. Uh, but it's kind of like a family feel. And I just like shopping there. Uh, currently, I like shopping there because, uh, I don't know, I just have, I say, these are the things I know I need. Uh, and then these are the ingredients I might need for meals this week. But as far as like breakfast and lunches, especially during the school year, I say, okay, this is what we're having for breakfasts and lunches. And then I kind of try to figure out what I'm going to make for dinner. They always have a good selection of vegetables and sat like uh, either pre-mixed salads or half-mixed salads. Uh, They don't have a wide selection of, of, of vegetables. So if you're looking for anything, I think between for the majority of ingredients and well, we maybe I don't even know if it's in this month's Trader Joe's. Actually, one thing I used to have to go to the supermarket for, they're finally selling there. Uh, so that's a little bit about Trader Joe's. And uh, I, I just like it. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I spend uh, it's where the, almost all of my food shopping is done other than using like a service like HelloFresh or something Trader Joe's might not sell. I have tried to work like a, a, a trip to the local butcher in, um, but I'm still trying to price that out and say, okay, the last time I went, I said, okay, let's see how this handles on pricing. And uh, one of the main ways up Trader Joe's does their marketing, it, they, do, they don't do any marketing via sleep podcast. So that's why this is a patron only feature. Uh, but they do have a, a, pay, a, a podcast that they ran recently uh, that I haven't listened to uh, just because I can be a bit of a uh, an old crowfoot or whatever the, the phrase for being S-T-U-B-B-O-R-N is. But it was like about the behind the scenes and some of the co- corporate ethos or the company ethos, I think. And I heard it was really well done. And I didn't get a chance to find out who produced it, but it maybe is somebody I know. And I mean, I don't know, like the podcasting world's pretty small. So it's like, that's great that uh, uh, they're supporting some production. Um, uh, ideally, I don't know, maybe they did 100% in-house. But if they hired out-of-house, uh, they probably supported some podcasters that make shows on the side. Uh, so it's great that uh, hopefully they're paying some cool pro- podcast producers behind the scenes. Uh, but w- and then they also uh, like they do sponsor some uh, NPR s- shows and stuff like public radio. Uh, but their main way of uh, spreading the word about their products in a very unique way, I think, in this time and age, is a fearless flyer. It's called, and it's printed on newsprint, newsprint, uh, which is hard to say in a sleep podcast. And it has witty jokes and some witty art, a little bit old timey uh, feel. And really, really well written copy, and really entices you 
uh, to buy things, and, and uh, it helps you say, wow, this really looks like a great deal. Uh, but I have also found over the years that it makes uh, for very sleepy uh, analysis. So we're going to dive in uh, to the 2018, uh, May 2018 Fearless Flyer here from Trader Joe's, and I'll kind of offer some thoughts and things uh, uh, as you drift off into dreamland. All right, so here we are on the, the front page here, and it says, as always, free and worth every penny, hardy har har. And it's May 2018, and it says, as in, in May, it still be April when we put, put this in the mail. And they say, we make the adventure of shopping inside your Trader Joe's rewarding and fun by landing great prices on outstanding quality products every day. Uh, we're not so great at landing houses. And then there's kind of a picture of a, I don't know, it's a bit of a garden. Uh, it, it's a, it, it looks like a person in a, a, a trolley car with wings landing. Or maybe it's, oh no, it's some sort of uh, balloon contraption. Very interesting flying machine. I'd say it's a flying contraption. Uh, and, and I guess, uh, but they're saying it's a house. It looks more like a trolley car to me. And on the on the front page here are two products I do have, uh, one of which I think is still unopened, is uh, just mango slices. And they say, uh, we weren't messing around when we named this product just mango slices. It's just mango slices, nothing else. Uh, you can find slices at Kent, Hayden, K-E-I-T-T, Eight uh, or Altolfo mangoes inside the bag, depending on the season. Unsulfured, unsweetened mango slices. So I do have those uh, for one time when I say, oh boy, do I need some unsweet? Like I did buy them on impulse or figuring at some point I would have them. Uh, but like the, the, usually with uh, dried fruits, I tend to put them in the back of a cupboard and forget about them for a few years. Uh, and I, I did, I did clean out uh, one of my cupboards recently and there were some Trader Joe products and I did have to, 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 we'll talk about it if similar products come up. Now, the other product on the front page is peanut butter cups. And I highly suggest these come in like a, um, uh, like a plastic container about the size of, um, a takeout container and they go really good in your freezer and they are excellent, excellent. They're smaller peanut butter cups, I think. Let's see what it says here. Uh, these may be the ones that actually come in a bag. Let's see. Our intrepid product development folks uh, scour the world looking for the next big thing. Uh, year after year, uh, Trader Joe's uh, pepper, uh, peanut cups. How about peppermint cups already? Uh, they're a favorite among customers and crew. Uh, they come in both milk chocolate and dark chocolate varieties. And uh, in head-to-head competition, dark, dark chocolate takes a win. Well, here's a question, Trader Joe's. Uh, how about you, uh, like, let us know the, the cacao content or whatever, you know, so then we could, at least then we'll feel better about eating the dark chocolate ones. We'll say, well, that's got some antioxidants in there. Uh, when you compare them to the national brand, uh, We'll bet on them any day. And they kind of talk about the ingredients and stuff, but three ninety nine for 36 cups in a tub. 36 cups in a tub. That sounds like the beginning of a Sleeve With Me episode. 
or a, like a childhood poem, 36 cups in a tub. One went glub, glub, glub. The other went rub-a-dub-a-dub. Uh, and finally a cup rubbed my nub. Uh, I have a nub on my head. Not, um, and and uh, so three ninety nine. that's a definite buy. And according to them, 11 cents a cup. Uh, that's a big deal for a small treat, according to Trader Joe's Frequent Flyer. So that's the opening page. Uh, then they have Argentinian red shrimp. Now I'm allergic to shellfish, so I don't eat shellfish. Uh, but uh, they're from the wild, icy waters of Patagonia. And they suggest cooking with their chili lime seasoning blend, which I love the chili lime uh, seasoning blend. The only issues are I live in a low humidity area, and I'm not the best at uh, recapping my spices airtight always. But I do notice, uh, especially with a lot of um, uh, lime products that attempt to be shelf-stable, that they can coagulate or whatever you call that in the uh, jar. And so, uh, like you have to, I mean, I do tend to use this seasoning uh, pretty often. It's chili lime seasoning blend. It does have a a high sodium content, uh, but that really helps add the seasoning. Uh, but so that's only, I guess if you're listening Trader Joe's, uh, I don't know. I guess I'd rather you not figure it out because they say, well, it's probably good that it's coagulating. It means it's fresh. Uh, teeny tiny avocados. I haven't bought these, but I've seen these flying off the shelf. Uh, so, um, like every time I'm there, like I see people buying these teeny tiny avocados and they're two sixty nine for a bag of six. I just like, I have an issue with tracking my avocados so I try to just buy one or two. I like to get them when they're really ripe uh, and then use them that night or the next night. And also a great thing if you're using avocados and you're trying to make a quick guac, that chili lime seasoning is great. Also, fresh lime, obviously. And then Trader Joe's has like a 21 seasoning saute or something, which is good to put a little bit of that in your guac because it has some chili and it has some uh, garlic powder. Uh, so just a, a quick inside tip. Uh, next, uh, and I don't know if anybody's reading along at home with their own fearless flyer. That'd be pretty wild. Uh, uh, next up is an organic tomatillo roasted yellow chili salsa. And this is not tomatillo heavy. Yeah, but it has, uh, I don't know if I've had this, roasted yellow chilies. Uh, they do have a a pretty decent uh, green tomatillo one. Uh, so I'll check this out. Two forty nine a jar. Again, like as a one and a half person household, I, I, like a jar of uh, like a like a uh, salsa, I kind of no, don't always use because I don't eat a lot of chips. Uh, so it's like if I'm putting it on like a, a dish, I'm only going to use a quarter of the jar. It is good for making like a red rice. Um, like a Spanish or Mexican style rice, but then then I have to kind of schedule out like how many days in a row may have rice and chicken for lunch. Um, but I guess that's what you could use is use half of it or a quarter of it for a meal, a couple of meals, with those teeny tiny avocados, and then you know use the rest. Or you could use it, you know, uh, like whatever deglazing the plant plant pan or whatever the heck they call that. Uh, they also have an interesting, uh, actually Night Vale-esque a picture of a tomato or a strawberry with an eye. 
And it says, I spy, E-Y-E, spy, small synonyms, uh, snacks, protein, natural fats, four pyramids, whole two, three, five, four fruits, penny, no added sugar, and awesome values. And I don't know what that means. So maybe that's some kind of sub- subconscious marketing. Then the handful of raw almonds, uh, uh, 13 bags of almonds inside a bigger bag. And it's just a handful of almonds. I say, why don't you friggin' just buy a bag of almonds? Come on, Trader Joe's. Uh, I have bought the mini bags of uh, trail mix for my daughter, so I don't know why I'm saying come on. And, of course, she doesn't like trail mix. Uh, I said, well, I guess I Then I ate them at my lunch works for a while. But I would say, come on, Trader Joe's. Like, just, I, I guess you got to, you know, you got to make buck, but... Okay, here's a good one. This is always a winner. Uh, jumbo pitted, especially when I try to pronounce it, is uh, a jumbo pitted Kalamata olives. I think I got that on the first try. A 12 ounce jar, two ninety nine. These are really delicious uh, olives. Uh, really uh, dark, and they have a great flavor to them. Uh, versus the traditional green olives, they're great on pizza. This is straight from me, not from the copy. Good on pizza, salads, with uh, like making a Greek chicken, uh, or just to flavor like a you know a chicken you're already making. Uh, let's see what else. So that's what I say strong buy. Uh, they have organic Persian cucumbers. They also have regular ones. Uh, the organic ones are two forty nine. These are great in kids' lunches. Uh, great for a quick. I don't peel them, so I'll chop them and add them to a salad. Uh, they do not, they, they do, you do have to use them. I would say you got to use them in four days. And if they're bruised, uh, I would get them out of the container and put them in something else, um, because they go fast and you can't just eat them like a snack. Like if you're, especially if you're striving, you say, well, let me consume a little bit more vegetables. If you put two of those in your lunch, you could just eat them like a pickle, uh, but it's a cucumber, um, and this, you know, it's has, you know, it's got water and stuff in there. So uh, a strong, strong buy on those small cucumbers. Uh, let's see. This is a joke. Oh, they do have, uh, if you have that coffee thing with the K cups, they do have uh, electric buzz coffee cups for five forty nine. Uh Aldi has those. That's where my parents get their coffee cups is at Aldi. Uh, then they have organic sweet chicken sausage. And I like this, like no offense to Trader Joe's, uh, but when you get into the, um, like this is something that is an art is grinding sausage. So just, if you're going to get Italian sausage, um, like, uh, you, you should go to a butcher or like, like a meat market, um, and I just never, as much as I like have uh, Trader Joe's, uh, whatever rose colored glasses or basil colored glasses in their case, um, like, uh, Italian sausage, uh, I mean, one of the better Italian sausages in the town I grew up was at a German butcher, uh, and, and then the other one was at an Italian butcher, but, um, it doesn't really matter. It, it's just a, it's just a bit something, but just trust me, uh. I mean, you could get these if you're going to use it in a sauce-heavy dish and you're just using it to have some sort of protein in there. 
Uh, but I can't give a strong, I can't give a strong buy. Like I give a last minute buy, but then I would say if you're going to do a last minute buy, you're better off buying like a pre-cooked smoked sausage from Trader Joe's because it's going to make your prep easier anyway. If, if you're, because Italian sausage also, especially a chicken Italian sausage, you're going to want to take some time uh, to really uh, va-va-voma, you know? Okay, next up is crumbled feta. I don't I don't dive into crumbled feta except at restaurants. Uh, and so I don't know. I don't really use a lot of cheeses on my salads just because it's work. I, I say, okay, uh, I just have a salad with already the vegetables and some dressing. Uh, that's a bit of work. Okay, here's the buy. Okay, everybody stop what you're doing unless you're asleep. Uh, and this is the buy of the season. So get over to your Trader Joe's because I'm not kidding at all. I've bought three of these so far, and I have intentions to buy two or three more unless uh, somebody tells me. Uh, it's uh, $12.99 for orchids, uh, and they have uh, a bunch of different ones. They also have different price points uh, in their own uh, pot. Uh, so, I mean, I don't think I don't know if the pots are plastic or ceramic, but twelve ninety nine for orchids, and I just read an article. I can't say it's actually factual because I didn't look into it. That says that orchids release oxygen at night. I don't know if that's a fact though. But really, like an easy way to beautify a room, uh, to pray a prayer for a guest or for a housewarming gift, uh, if you repackage it, of course. And uh, twelve ninety nine for orchids. You know, give yourself a, a gift. Uh, you say that's nice to look at. Uh, and for people like me, it's like that flower's going to be there for a while. Uh, orchids really don't need that much attention, except, you know, to talk to it and say, hey, uh, I have uh, a white with uh, kind of maroon undertones and then a darker uh, magenta one and then a mini one. Um, so that's the buy of the season there, uh, orchids. Trader Joe's, good, like a... Probably not. Probably if I look into it, bad idea. But uh, for now, buy your orchids. Okay, then they have uh, USDA choice premium Angus steaks, uh, ribeyes. I have bought these there. Uh, they're they're cheaper than at the butcher. I don't know. I guess I, I'm at the point with steak that it's like I don't eat steak that often. I do like steak and mashed potatoes. So does my daughter. So occasionally... That is a good last-minute dish if you're at Trader Joe's and you still have to make dinner. And you say, oh, I don't want to make dinner. I don't have anything to make, but I'm hungry for something like uh, like steak and potatoes with, like, some broccoli. It's a nice dinner you could pull together pretty simply. Uh, but otherwise, they say, well, maybe a steak's better off at a restaurant that does steak well. Because even I... Like, uh, you just have mixed results with steak, and if you're paying thirteen ninety nine a pound, you say, yeah. Uh, here's one I haven't tried. Red Refresh Herbal Tea. A zingy, zesty blend of flowers, herbs, and fruits. Uh, rejuvenates without ca- caffeine. And that looks cool. I still have a ton of, uh, the listeners were kind enough to send me tea, and they still have about two years' supply of tea. But that does sound pretty cool. Okay, so here's where the the uh, Fleerless Flyer marketing works, because I wasn't even aware of this. I'm putting it on my shopping list, is uh, a Carrot Jinjo Miso Salad Dressing. It's a new lineup, uh, a one of three in a lineup of new dressings. And I usually like to make my own um, 
dressing, you know, salad dressing. It's just easier, and, uh, you know, you can make it with two or three ingredients. But I do love these carrot miso salad dressings, like when I get them at a restaurant. Uh, so I'm going to try that. So that's on my possible list. Uh, let's see, sweet corn, basil, and burrata ravioli. Uh, probably just and that, that one's too many ingredients for me. I say, okay, uh, probably won't be going there. Uh, but I do, in that real-time recipe episode from a few years ago, uh, I do have that. If I'm going to buy it, uh, like uh, a packaged fresher, fresher uh, tortellini or something, that's what that's what I'll make. Here's a blast from the past and Don Quixote's favorite uh, almond windmill cookies. They even have a picture of uh, the back of Don Quixote. I do remember these cookies as a kid. I don't know if I'm in a hurry to buy them. It does say buttery and shortbread, like though, all topped with almonds. Uh, these would be good for, uh, I think like an ice cream sandwich, uh, or just a half, like an open face. How come no one says open faced ice cream sandwich? Uh, I think this would be good for an open faced ice cream sandwich. My stomach is rumbling with that. Okay, here we go. Scoots can predict things is a chili lime seasoning blend, uh, $1.99 for a two ounce, 2.9 ounce jar in their spice section. Uh, spicy, but not too hot. Even kids will eat. I mean, my daughter, she doesn't, she's grown to like stuff slightly spicy, but she'll eat that. So, and it really does add a little zing to things you might, if you didn't take the time, like you're making some chicken breast or what did I use it on recently? There was something that, I, oh, I use it with sardines, uh, actually. Like uh, you drain the sardine can, put them on a plate. Put the chili lime seasoning blend on and eat it with crackers, and there you go. There's your uh, cold water fish for lunch. Um, so also Trader Joe says to prevent bur- burger to bun balance, uh, uh, make sure you press a dimple in the center of your burger. Uh, they also have organic grass-fed ground beef. I do, like I said, I can taste the goat and goat's milk and goat's milk cheese. Uh, I do like, uh, I say if you're going to make a grass fed burger, if you like grass fed meat, and I know it is very, uh, appealing for a lot of different reasons. Um, I usually would go 50, 50 with something else, um, to kind of like, uh, it just to find it a bit, it's not gamey, like it's different than that gamey flavor, but it has its own flavor. So just to try it out first, falafel mix. I haven't tried this, um, I would say I'm, I prefer my falafels at a at a uh, at a restaurant uh, um, or a food truck, just because anything in that fried territory, I prefer my deep frying to be in the hands of a deep fryer. Uh, organic, boneless, and skinless chicken breast strips. Uh, this seems like they're doing a little bit of the work for you. So that's a six ninety nine a pound. I would say, uh, hmm. You know, it's like, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'd say, like, I, I don't know. I, I prefer, like, uh, if I'm making chicken, to either make a whole, like, make a half chicken or a whole chicken. Uh, Trader Joe's, I don't know if they'll come up here. They do have some, what are spatchcocked uh, chickens. Or, you know, mix it up. Make sure you have some thighs with those breasts. I mean, chicken breasts by themselves, I think a mix of breasts and thighs just adds, uh, just makes it more tasty. 
They have Caroline Gold barbecue sauce, which I've tried before, uh, and I do find it pretty good. Uh, but uh, so that's like a, it's a good barbecue sauce. It's just, again, I don't always like, it's like you use a little bit of it and then you put it in your fridge. Uh, broccoli and kale slaw, uh, is, that's a salad kit. And I have used it, and it is pretty good, especially if you're like, uh, if you have, if you're really rushed, you could buy their cooked chicken and mix it in there, and then you're good to go for like showing up at somebody's like a picnic, or just for a nice dinner. Uh, this I've seen, CD almond salad topper, and this is kind of something I pitched on that salad episode, the real time recipe salad episode, is like make your own shaker, or like a jar with salad toppings. Uh, but this has uh, roasted pepitas, uh, like uh, shelled pumpkin seeds, uh, g- generic white and black seeds uh, with an almost oniony flavor, yeah, crushed red pepper, almonds, and it does sound like a nice mix uh, to put to put on, you know, to, to add to your dinner. Okay. That also, Trader Joe's like has a lot of uh, if you indulge in uh, beverages like. Uh, they have tons of options, so that that's like a like I can't to, to get too deep in there. Uh, so they have a couple pages with their wines and things uh, that you could look at. Here's something I have not heard of: cauliflower gnocchi. They're putting cauliflower in everything these days, and uh, this is no different. Uh, they're made. Of, they do still have mashed potato flour and egg. I know that's traditionally. This one's 75% cauliflower with cassava flour, potato starch, and olive oil and salts. Uh, no wheat, dairy, or eggs included here. So that's good news, and it's half the carbs. I do find, I, I used to buy, like, the Trader Joe's gnocchi a lot, uh, the potato gnocchi. It was a little bit dense um, because it was uh, shelf-stable. Oh, they have Bond Me inspired noodle bowl. How much is this? Four ninety nine. That sounds pretty good for a lunch. I don't know if uh, ten ounces is lunch size, uh, but that sounds pretty good. Uh, I love Bond Me sandwiches. So here's something I may not even be able to pronounce: G I A R D I N I E R A. G R D I N E R I A. Uh, it's, uh, it's made for us in Turkey where families take a colorful mix of garden vegetables and jar them in vinegar for a tangy, crunchy condiment. Oh, that sounds pretty great. Yeah, I'll have to try that. Uh, so jarred vegetables in vinegar as a kind of antipasti mixes well with greens, pasta, salad, pizza, Here's one that's hot. If you if you subscribe like at HelloFresh or any other thing, it's just Shishito peppers, and uh, they're uh, like there's a lot of different ways to prepare them. I think I've eaten them just like washed them and eaten them. Uh, they're chili peppers, and they I think they were hot like a year ago. And I don't mean I mean hot off the market. Uh, here's chickenless mandarin orange morsels. Uh, after a bit of hiatus, they're back. A customer Choice Award. Let's see what's uh, because they aren't chicken, but a chickeny brand of soy and crispy breading. Uh, so there you go, three twenty nine every day. Organic uh, tropical fruit blend is uh, 
uh, pineapples, mangoes, strawberries, and bananas. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's like, uh, oh, they're in the freezer though. I think that probably is good for a summer smoothie. Maybe I've bought that before. I don't make, I haven't made a smoothie. Chimichurri rice, uh, or chimichurri, chimichurri, uh, which is a popular, uh, flavor. Uh, so pre-cooked rice, usually I say, well, cause I make my rice in the, um, Instapot. I don't, I don't really have to like making rice in an Instapot is so easy and good. Uh, you don't really need to buy pre-cooked rice. Uh, soyaki sauce. This is popular. Um, it's Trader Joe's soyaki sauce. And, uh, and, uh, it's uh, good for like a teriyaki soy, uh, type dishes. I've never mastered that style of cooking, uh, comparatively to like getting a teriyaki chicken in a, a sushi restaurant in a bento box, uh, but it, it is a good deal, two ninety nine. Uh, fresh and crisp sugar snap peas is a cross between English peas and snow peas, and uh, you'll find them in the refrigerator produce section for two two forty nine. You should wonder. Let's see how you serve them. Uh, quick rinse under cold water. Uh, they're great raw, but some people for, prefer them lightly steamed. And uh, that only makes the color brighter. Yeah, the sugar, good peas are always delicious. I think those are sugar snap peas are really good. Uh, here's Trader Joe's marshmallows, two ninety nine. I just had to, so this will go to my uh, shelf cleaning. I was cleaning some shelves in a closet, and I came across a bag of Trader Joe's mini marshmallows uh, that was opened. And hadn't been used in years. And I said, how long are open marshmallows good for? And then I said, what kind of person asks themselves that question? Please throw them away. And I said, we'll probably use them at some point. And then that other part of me said, please throw them away. Like, uh, how much do Trader Joe's marshmallows cost? Two ninety nine for a 10-ounce bag? And I said, but we already have these marshmallows here. The perfect." And they said, the marshmallows have been open for at least two years, Scoots. Please throw them away. And so I did. Uh, but if I want to restack, I could do it. Uh, these marshmallows are two ninety nine for a one-ounce bag, and uh, they use vegan ingredients, no gluten or gelatin, uh, like commercially available marshmallows. Uh, deliciously different for your s'mores or whatever you choose, uh, Rice Krispie Treats. Uh, they have mixed rose bouquets, so if you're going over to dinner for somebody's house, uh, $9.99. Wait a second. What is this? Uh, uh, key lime tea cookies. Those sound good. Uh, uh, bigger than a bite-sized cookies, blended and baked in small batches by a southern uh, bakery. Uh, like any self-deprecating tea cookie, a good crust on the outside, light and airy on the inside. Uh, those sound interesting. And then they have a campfire s'mores bar. I've seen this, not inter- like I'm not even interested in talking. I say, make your own, make some s'mores. Uh, it looks like uh, what what a like incompetent evil scientist would make a s'mores bar. Uh, so no offense, Trader Joe's, but make you know, for, come on. I thought you were about supporting people and not about saying, you know, give me a break. But here's a flavor of summer: Trader Joe's saltwater taffy, one ninety nine a bag. 
another thing I threw out uh, when I cleaned out my closet. I think it was like they had um, they had a this one. Oh no, this is the one: cherry, strawberry, banana, red licorice, sour apple, and watermelon. I bought it as a treat for my daughter uh, to have like one or two pieces of taffy for desserts. Then she got braces, and they sat there, and uh, they've been si- they've been sitting there for a long time. So uh, they had to go because they got melted. I think I talked about it in another podcast. Like one of my um, one wall in my kitchen goes up against the laundry room of my apartment building, and so if somebody's doing a lot of drying, like the candy can get melted, and especially for some reason, only if it's open to. Uh, uh, cookies with frosting. I've seen these frosted uh, Trader Joe's frosted sugar cookies, and I've been tempted to buy them. Uh, but there's ten cookies in a box, and I say, Scoots, come on, buddy, don't do it. Uh, especially when you get frosted cookies in a store, uh, it you're le- it's normally disappointing. They're either too dry or too crumbly, or the frosting is too manufactured. Like there's some kind of uh, some sort of stabilizer in there or something, and you say it's not the same, but they have like sprinkles in there and they're pink. So I say, Well, make me feel f- festive or something. And they got those sprinkles, and I say, Don't buy them, please. Uh, no way, way is a uh, protein powder. I haven't never tried that. Uh, soft pretzel stick, uh, 99 cents. I don't. Know, I guess if you had some sort of melted cheese, that'd be pretty good. Uh, but you really need some sort of melted cheese, in my opinion, to have a pretzel stick. And then, uh, then you're dipping a pretzel in cheese. You know, you might as well do that in the uh, in the bathtub. Kitchen towels. This is a good buy. Five ninety nine for three kitchen towels. These are nice kitchen towels. They have a nice selection of colors. I have red ones. I've thought about getting another uh, set, but I don't. Um, CoQ10, that's a supplement. I don't, um, but uh, two ninety nine, uh, peanut butter flavored dog treats. Um, these are three forty nine, and I do buy these sometimes. They're whole wheat flour, oats, molasses, and Co does like them, but she likes pretty much any treats. So it's like uh, I try to get her the more uh, meat based treats and the um the grain-based treats, because, you know, her food's already grain. She says, come on, freaking give me something softer, like I can pretend I'm eating jerky. Uh, Organic argan oil. I bought this, I'll be honest with you, this was a disappointment, because I bought it on an impulse. I said, oh, I I think I read about it. I said, argan oil, what's that? Uh, And they said, it's good. And I said, oh, maybe my daughter could use it in her hair or something. Uh, yeah, smoothing into wet or dry hair. I said maybe a, a you know instead of a bomb, I could start rubbing uh, argan oil on my uh, elbows and kissing. If I'm going to kiss my shoulders, uh, you know I could have argan oil on there. And then I bought it, and usually like I buy a lot of sparkling water, so I use a wine box and I put the argan oil in the wine box. Took out the sparkling waters, and I recycled the argan oil. Or whatever, however you say, argin, argin, argin. You say argin, I say, what are we, are we argin about argin? Sunscreen SPF 50 spray. I tell you what, this was on trade, or uh, uh, Consumer Reports, uh, best sunscreens that you can get in the U.S. Uh, 
uh, list. So, uh, and we do use it. Simply Nutty Bars. That's like my middle name, Simply Nutty Bars. That would be my, if I had a, if there was a team of me, if we were singers, like, uh, we'd be, what is that? A trio of singers would be Simply Nutty Bars. Uh, sorry about the singing patrons. Uh, but I, I, I do, do, I do buy these, um, to try to get my daughter have it as a snack for her lunch, and she doesn't. And I don't, I'm not a big snacker. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's just funny to say, though. Simply nutty bars. Okay, we got to dig deep here. Chili lime chicken burgers. These are frozen, and uh, uh, this is a recommend uh, because you don't just have to have it as a burger. Like, it's a, a pre-made patty with the chili and lime flavoring, and it's really good. I think they even say this, like, you could, for a quick dinner where you're trying to make a kind of a whole dinner instead of ordering something. And you could just chop it and put it on a salad, or you could put it in some tortillas if you have uh, taco toppings. Or you could eat it, you know, you could eat it with rice. Uh, very versatile uh, frozen patty that's already flavored. Uh, so you don't have to worry about that aspect of it, uh, and easy to make. Ahi tuna steaks. I have not had a lot of success with the frozen, uh, fish other than like a tilapia at, uh, Trader Joe's. Um, uh, so, I mean, they're fresh fish. Uh, I, I, I do have, um, if, they, if it's wild and f- fresh, I'll try to buy it. A uh, whole pineapple at two ninety nine. You know what that sounds like to me? A whole lot of work, uh, or a whole lot of getting poked by pineapples. Uh, I like pineapple, but not that much to buy a whole pineapple. Uh, even if I was going somewhere and they said, "Oh, this is a party," but it's bring your own pineapple only if you've cut. I'd say, "Well, I can't come then." Yeah, we. You can't. You have to chop your cut up your own pineapple, and you can't buy buy pre chopped pineapple. We'll know. So you can only come to this party if you've bought a pineapple and cut it up yourself. I'd say, sorry, no way. And they say, well, it takes only like four minutes to cut. Sorry, nah, I'm not going to be there. No, it really just takes four slices to cut up your pineapple. No, I said, sorry, I, I won't do it. Uh, I just associate, I say, pineapple's nice to look at the way it is. Uh, and I'm happy to eat pineapple someone else has prepared. But uh, it's just a thing. It's just a thing. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. Let's, what does this say? Uh, can we parlano? Uh, oh, yes, Trader Joe says. Uh, uh, this is, I guess, is some sort of pepperoni pizza. Hmm. Uh, with multicolored bell peppers and onions. Wait a I might have to go Trader Joe's right now. Uh, pizza, Trader Giotto's pizza parlano. Uh, that does sound good or good. It's uh, 11 inches uh, for four ninety nine. Uh, barbecue chicken teriyaki. I think this is frozen. I've never bought it, but it does, like, their orange chicken is, like, one of their biggest hits. Uh, this is not um, breaded. It's a leg meat, um, so it'll have good, tender, and flavorful on rice. Probably easy to prepare, again, if you're wanting to cook at home. I mean, frozen, pre-flavored chicken. I don't know what, you know, it's, it's, and then you just get some brown rice going. Uh, salted caramel gelato. I did buy this, but it never, the container never got finished. And probably that was over eight months. Again, I'm not, uh, 
I do like ice cream and stuff. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. If you like salted caramel, I'd say give it a try. Uh, Five forty nine. Sweet and salty granola bars. I thought we already covered that. Was that sweet and salt? And I, I guess I was talking about sweet and salty nuts instead of uh, sweet and salty granola bars. Oh, simply, they have two ones. I guess I was out of my mind. I was going simply nutty because uh, I don't know if I've had simply nutty bars. I have had sweet and salt, salty granola bars. Yeah, so those are uh, those are pretty good. Uh, a bit like a lighter version of a Cliff Bar. But my my daughter doesn't like him. Uh, Fresh Trade Bolivian Coffee. I haven't tried that. Seven ninety nine. Uh, probably good free trade. So that's good to know. Um, give that a shot. Oh, dozen mac macroons. Uh, or macroon. I just did an episode of um, the Good Place where I talk about the difference between a macaroon and a macaron, uh, macron or whatever. Uh, and uh, these are macrones, I think. Yeah, apricot, fig, coconut, salted caramel, lemon, and pistachio. Uh, so you have that to look forward to one day uh, on, a, on an upcoming um, Good Place episode when I t- discuss what's the difference between a macaroon and a macron, and what you know what's up with that. Okay, um, organic fruit and seed granola. I don't know if I bought this. I did buy something else, and my daughter did not like it. Uh, I'd say any, like, uh, I don't know if she's just not a fig fan. Uh, and I have a couple of granolas I already like. I, I like their almond butter granola. And then they have, like, a peanut butter protein granola. That's pretty good. Uh, Turkish apricots. Uh, I wonder if these are dry, dried or uh, fresh. Uh, 16-ounce bag, four ninety-nine. Uh, that sounds pretty good. Oh, here's another one that I recently delved into that I don't think I've had a chance to talk about is that Trader Joe's has their own chocolate milk now, which is both good news and bad news. Uh, Like, I already had to wean myself off of it, so that's the good news. It's whole milk, and uh, it's $3.99 for a half gallon, which it's like, okay, when you start to to run the numbers— after you go through your first gallon of it, you say, Scoots, uh, we could just do this ourselves. It does have a more unique cocoa-type flavor than other store-bought chocolate milks, so it is pretty good. And I was actually using it, like you talk, like a lot of people talk about this yellow milk or this night milk some celebrities are drinking, uh, which is like a turmeric, uh, cinnamon, uh, like milk uh, that you simmer uh, for your bedtime drink. And I said, well, what if I did that with chocolate milk? And so I was doing that for a while is uh, taking the Trader Joe's chocolate milk and simmering it with a little bit of uh, uh, cinnamon, uh, nutmeg, and turmeric or turmeric or whatever. And it's pretty good. It's just like, okay, I'm drinking a whole milk that has like, like that's uh a dessert milk, basically, because chocolate milk is, uh, yeah, so, so it was good. And I also, you can also make the night milk with um, uh, instant cocoa powder, and it's just as good. It's just, it's also not that great. You know, you say, okay, uh, or you, like a lot of the celebrity articles I've read, uh, people are making it with all milk alternatives, 
but for me, it's like I want to treat a little bit. So, and actually, cocoa powder, like pre-mixed uh, instant uh, chocolate milk or hot cocoa, it does tend to have a little bit less sugar than chocolate milk. And uh, you, I did go through like a bunch of packets that had been in my cupboards for years. Um, and again, I just was like the idea of like, uh, I started to think, okay, I'm not sure my body needs milk at bedtime. Uh, so that's a little bit about chocolate milk, almond chocolate and cashews trail mix. I do have this one and it is very good. Uh, and I have enjoyed it, it has just the right amount of chocolate, uh, to, uh, help. Um, and, uh, really, really enjoyable. Uh, English coastal cheddar. That's probably good for a cheddar, like a beer cheddar soup or a bacon cheddar soup. Uh, it sounds delicious. Uh, uh, gluten-free crisp bread. I'm not laughing at that. What I'm laughing at is aged goat Gouda from Holland. Uh, that might be my favorite use of alliteration. Goat Gouda. I would like to have that as a nickname. Maybe I'm the goat Gouda. Who, who's that with Buddha? Oh, that's goat Gouda. Uh, it's a uh, sentient block of goat's cheese, a Gouda. It's just walking around Buddha. Uh, you know, by the way, if you, if you get close, uh, goat Gouda is excellent with fig and olive uh, crisps, which do sound delicious. I've never tried them. Uh, but they sound really good, actually. Fig and olive crisps. I just Again, I'm not a consumer of uh, s- uh, snacking in that way. I, do, I said I would like to be at the place where I could have... Uh, a cheese and crackers, but it's just not, not sustainable. I don't think the way, way I consume things. Okay. So let's see here. We got a Trader Joe's lemonade stand, about 34 cents a glass. Again, you know, I, I'm someone that doesn't, who won't, uh, carve his own pineapple, but I say, Hey, make your own lemonade already. Yeah. Uh, Cause it's kind of easy. You just make simple syrup and then uh, which is re- actually real. It's easier in my mind than carving a pineapple and coring it, uh, but it probably isn't. But it is just sugar water, and then you uh, squeeze your own lemons, which you can also use in your salad dressing. Uh, we have shredded mozzarella. Uh, that is like a good for certain things. I don't recommend it for pizza because it is uh, part skim, and you could get a whole milk mozzarella and shred it yourself. Um, which is just going to make a better pizza. Sprouted whole grain pizza crust. That sounds like an interesting test. Uh, pre-baked, so ready to go. Two crusts, three ninety nine. Uh, uncured applewood smoked bacon, four ninety nine. Uh, that's pretty good. Trader Joe's bacon does uh, is quality. Uh, organic turkey breast is uh, four ninety nine a pound. Uh, Trader Joe's luncheon meats are okay, and uh, but usually uh, I grew up in the New York area, New York State, and uh, Boar's Head is just like, uh, which they do now carry in more and more places on the West Coast, is kind of like the standard for luncheon meats. Uh, gluten-free white sandwich bread. Uh, get the gluten out of your wonder, I guess, with this one, or stop wondering about gluten in your sandwich bread. I don't know. I don't eat a lot of sandwiches, so give it a shot. Mexican-style corn salad and quinoa. That sounds pretty good. Uh, ready to go? Uh, for now. Oh, it's in the freezer. Or no, maybe you make it yourself. Uh, let's see. Healthy moment. Mexican corn. 
Uh, grape tomatoes, kale. Wow, if this is frozen, this is brown rice and quinoa. So you're getting a salad and a grain uh, uh, mixed together, ready to go. That does sound like a pretty good deal. Oh, the Mexican salad, roasted corn's in the freezers. Uh, but this is more enjoyable, 14-ounce container, four ninety nine. So that's kind of like a ready-to-go salad. Uh, wine country chicken salad, that's another ready-to-go salad. Here's an ad for their podcast. Uh, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, uh, Trader Joe's podcast. Uh, sea salt, rich cut potato chips. Uh, those are pretty good. Great with hummus. I talk about that. Like, uh, those are two things people don't talk about enough. Is like a rich cut, regular potato chip uh, with a good hummus is delicious. Or a salt and pepper potato chip. Uh, not sure about a vinegar one. I don't know if I tried that, but, uh, Regular potato chips, ridge cutter, even better uh, for being able to move that hummus. It'll change your life. Uh, movie theater popcorn, one ninety nine. Yeah, pre popped, I think maybe. Yeah, pipe. Oh no, you never probably been got. Yeah, we we pop, we salt the popcorn, bag it, and send it off to our stores. I I've been making, I make my own popcorn occasionally, and uh, yeah. White corn tortilla chips, uh, five forty nine. Those would be great. Yeah, potato chips and hummus, uh, and even a spicier potato chip. Like they have a couple of spicier potato chips. Uh, like a regular run of the mill, non kettle, non ridge cut potato chips, going to have a hard time uh, being able to get through a hummus, especially a thicker flavored hummus. But for your regular hummus, uh, that's a little bit more. Uh, like a like a oatmeal, it's a really good. So yeah, you get yourself a ridge cut this summer and say, hey, well, have some hummus. Uh, it, it it's it tastes pretty good, especially a good hummus. You know that maybe has like a little olive undertone to it. Uh, let's see, we got unsweetened green and white tea with mint. This is a really delicious one. I used to drink this. I would drink this fifty percent with fifty percent black tea for lunch. Uh, for years at my job comes in a gallon jug and it's you know or you could just drink this and it's not as caffeinated as black tea uh but really refreshing really nice if it's cold it is really delicious uh baked cheese crunchies i haven't bought these yet but these are a bit um like cheeto i mean these are trader joe's cheetos uh, but they're baked so this worth giving a try lactose free milk uh we get that at my house all the time, and my daughter, I also drink some of it, um, but she, we get the 2%. They have a whole uh, fat-free and 2%. Chunky, spicy guacamole. Again, if you're trying to prepare dinner in your last minute, uh, that could be a nice uh, add-on if you're trying to prepare something. Like if you're going to Trader Joe's, you get the chili chicken lime patties, a pre-made guac, uh, Maybe some cheese or some sour cream, uh, tortillas or uh, yeah, small tortillas or large ones, and maybe even that black bean, like maybe a black bean salad, but uh, you know, or just black beans or refried beans, and you're good to go. Or you can make add rice as well. Uh, orange peach mango juice. I don't drink a lot of fruit juice anymore. I went off the fruit juice maybe ten years ago. I haven't been back other than apple cider, which Trader Joe's isn't stocking right now. And I didn't stock up on it. 
So the part of me that always says, Scoots, don't buy extra of these because you'll never use them, has really got me because it says, what, what do you have? Like, why, we don't have any cider. And I said, well, cider season will come up again in October. We could count on Trader Joe's to have it. It was a Honeycrisp apple cider, which is much different than a juice. And, yeah, I don't have that. So we'll see what happens. And finally, here we are at the end of our journey here. Uh, Meyer lemon cake mix with lemon icing. I do have this in my cupboard. Uh, I haven't made it yet. Uh, uh, it's a tribute to a classic loaf. Uh, Citrusy aroma. Uh, Meyers are sweeter than your standard lemon. And, yeah, it seems pretty good. I have it in my fridge, uh, but I haven't. I mean, my, my cabinet. Uh, then they have Trophy, T-R-O-F-I-E, Trophy. Colore pasta, three-colored pasta. And I have made this, um, and it, it, I, I don't, yeah, I guess I have to give my opinion sometimes. I did not find it, uh, it was, it could, this pasta could not decide if it was a fresh pasta or a dried pasta. It's in the dried pasta section. Um, but it just didn't, um, stand up. Like, if I'm going to buy, use a dried pasta, I, I like the, um, the more whole or grain pastas, just because it's like, okay, then we're getting a little bit extra here. And the fact of the matter was this one, it, it just couldn't, it just it was, uh, I don't know. It just was not al dente. I don't know. I, I guess maybe it was the cooking method. And it would make for a nice uh, pasta salad, like having those three colors. So I don't but I don't know. I think I undercooked it and then it was rubbery. And then I cooked it a little bit more in the sauce, and then it was uh, uh, too mushy. So, yeah, I'm sorry. $1.99 for a 16-ounce bag. It would make for a nice pasta salad, though, so I, I don't know what to tell you. But, yeah, that's it for the Trader Joe's Fearless Flyer. We have a couple definite buys. We have a couple of things that I'm supposed to test out that I probably won't remember. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh Glad you're here. I want to thank everybody that came to the live stream. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary. It's time for the podcaster who's got a snoozing dog just uh, five feet away. It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast to put you to sleep in the podcast that you keep going, patrons. And normally with Patreon release, you don't get uh, the credit song. And at the live shows, I don't have the mystery bard there, so I sing them. So I'll try to sing them gently here. Uh, Chris Post to Post, Tristan from Sounds Like an Earful, wrote the theme song and edits episodes. Carl W's a legend, also edits episodes. Kenny Scotty and Jennifer honor, honor, honor artwork. Eric and the team at Astound around the website. I am the mystery bard. I do the lullabies. Yeah, I got an album out. I hope you really like it. You can get a copy at jonathanman.net. Also, I made a longer version of this credit song. You see the kindness, kindness shined straight on through. And the listeners formed their own Facebook group. Keith, Julie... Julie, Laura, Jennifer, Stacy, and Keith, are your not raiders. You can support Dear Scooter on Patreon. Buy the merch and support the sponsors. You can find anything you want at sleepwithmepodcast.com. And we're so proud.
We could dance to be part of Night Vale Presents and now on with the show. So that's the credits. Thanks, Mr. Bard. Uh, you can find me at Dear Scooter on Twitter or Instagram or Twinster, the uh, <laughs> the, the uh, social media f- network for twins. And uh, that's it. Uh, what do you say we get on with the... Oh, yeah, what do you say we get on with the show? Bim, 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 bim. That's the theme music. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. Uh, I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, changes in time or temperature, so stuff that might be on your mind, stuff you might be feeling physically, stuff that's coming up for you emotionally. It could be travel. It could be... Uh, like alarm clocks and stuff like that. Whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. I'm going to sneak in hellos to Bro Bryce and uh, who just said hi in the chat. I'm going to um, uh, pointless meanders. I'm going to do those. And I'm, I'm going to be here to keep you company and to put you to sleep. And this is a little bit even small, well, much smaller scale, uh, just talking to the patrons than the normal uh, number of people that the podcast goes out to. So I'm here, just here with the people like gathered around the storytelling place and uh, everybody that uh, really helps keep the show going. So I really appreciate that. The reason we're doing this one is kind of uh, we hit 5,000 patrons um, which again the Patreon's kind of been fixed as a part of the size of the audience so it's still pretty cool uh, number to hit and uh, so I wanted to celebrate it with a live stream and I know these are really fun and this kind of gives you a little bit of a glimpse it's a little bit different than recording a regular episode but it still gives you a little bit of behind the scenes and uh, then I can say hi to Isabella who popped in too so, well, let's see. So, how does the podcast work? And how, so, how, yeah, it's, it's, this is a little bit different of an intro, too, because there's presumably no brand new listeners. Uh, but I'll tell you what to expect anyway. If you're structurally what to expect if you're new, show. For regular listeners, starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep the free version free. And uh, then we have an intro. Now, the intros are about somewhere between 12 and 15 minutes. I don't know if, what this one will be uh, of me trying to explain what the podcast is and kind of going off topic and then trying to explain what it is again and maybe explaining uh, my my recent sleep uh, or something like that. So uh, that's how the intro goes. It's really like some listeners use it as part of their bed prep time and their wind down time. Some listeners fall asleep during it. Some listeners skip the intro. Some patrons uh, listen to one intro and then a bunch of story only episodes all night. 
so there's, a, there's no wrong way to use it. There's listeners that listen during the day uh, to kind of relax or forget about work. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's the intro. Then the sh- sh- after the intro, usually for free on the free shows, there's some business between the intro and the episode. And then there's a story. Tonight's story will be me looking through this October 2018 Fearless Flyer and uh, kind of checking in on what's that, you know, what what did I have? What was 2018? What was October 2018 like? We'll capture what it was like for Trader Joe's shoppers and really take a trip down memory road. So, and, and also we'll uh, look... Uh, We'll look at uh, maybe some some stuff ahead of my cupboards, even like really get to a peek behind the scenes of uh, the life of Scoots, and and maybe even we could play sleepy imaginary games. Since you're probably you could be listening to this as you sleep, of like uh, guess guess the expiration date. I don't know. So uh, that's uh, that's what. Uh, what, and I'm, I'm glad Bro Bryce and his wife listen in bed and giggle. So that's the structure of the show. A couple other things you need to know if you're new or, you know, that I usually say to new listeners. One is no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour uh, or I'd be like, this will be interesting. I don't know how long I'll be here. Um, and... Uh, so there's no pressure to fall asleep, and there's also no pressure to listen. You don't really need to listen to me. Uh, you could listen, you can listen, you can fall asleep really fast during the intros, but if you can't sleep, I'll be here till the very end. Uh, so that's those are the kind of things to remember around the show. If you're new, again, the, the, especially the intros, they don't make a lot of sense, and I uh, tend to go all over the place. And, and so try to look at it like you're watching a floating cloud flying by. Uh, and the reason I make the show is because I have trouble sleeping and, and uh, on and off. And I find sleep baffling. Yeah, for me, like uh, I had to be up. Uh, it wasn't super early this morning, but it was more early than I'm used to uh, to, to, to take care of a call like uh, somewhere else where it wasn't super early in the morning. And uh, I, I usually have my nighttime routine and I felt like I had to rush through it so I could get to bed to get to sleep, to get up early. And then I was having that thing where I was like, are my alarm clocks even going to work? Oh, oh no, like that kind of stuff. So I don't know. One of the reasons I make the show is because I can relate to that and not to be not being able to get out of my head or just the baffling nature of it. It's like, OK, well. I'll still be able to, if I fall asleep, I'll still be able to sleep like seven, six and a half, seven hours. And I could still read and try to wind down and stay calm. But then that other part of me was really uh, animated and concerned with uh, how are we going to get to sleep? Will we get to sleep? And what I found is uh, for the podcast, I get to kind of present a story that uh, you're not a character in that you're a little bit outside of you that's meandering that doesn't go anywhere that's here to keep you company as you drift off like i said no pressure to listen no pressure to fall asleep you can fall asleep at a, at your leisure um but yeah for me uh, ha- having something distracting can help so that's kind of why i make the show and uh 
and uh, like uh, that's why I'm why I'm here uh, trying to put you to sleep now. And then it's just uh, interesting this uh, idea of like this community garden and having a free podcast where anyone can come and uh, and kind of take and then. Uh, what, what they want and then that there's these gardeners or these supporters of the community garden that are willing to give back and, and say, hey, what, like, do you, do, what is it going to take to keep this uh, garden going? Uh, like uh, in this community garden gets uh, millions and millions of uh, uh, downloads or pieces of fruit to, taken every single month. And uh, and then there's this coalition of 5,000 plus people willing to support that millions and millions of, uh, of, of sleepy fruit going out. Sleep fruit, I guess it would be. Say, what is it? Star fruit? No, it's a sleep fruit. It's a... Uh, it's raining here too, where, where I am right now, even though it's only five sixteen, so it's still light out. Um, and uh, Clark says hi. I'm glad I could help Clark on a red eye. Um, so yeah, that's one of the reasons I make the show, and I'm glad that uh, I can have uh, that. There's people that say, well, well, "Well, it's free to take stuff from the garden," but. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if you always know how much I appreciate that that and that that uh, that it is a rare rebellious thing uh, to say. Well, all this stuff's free at this garden, um, but I, I'm you know, me and this fruit, I want to give back. Uh, I, I can't under undersell like how like if Trader Joe's gave their food away. Uh, you you only like I only had an option to pay. I guess I would probably say, hey, just bill me 90 bucks a week. It would be pretty close, uh, maybe 100 bucks a week. Um, and, but I don't think that would work for Trader Joe's. So, yeah, so that's how the show works. That's why I make it, and uh, I'm here to help. And what we're going to do is we're going to run through this uh, Fearless Flyer, Trader Joe's 2019, uh, as always, free and worth every penny. Just like Sleep With Me, as always, free and worth every penny. That's the Trader Joe's Fearless Flyer. Are you ready to fall into it? Oh, we're ready to fall into bed and get cozy for October 2018. And uh, on the uh, cover is a gentleman, a bearded gentleman who has red boots on and he's got a contraption strapped to his back, like a, like a personal, uh, conveyance, a a helo, uh, C-O-P-T-E-R conveyance. Looks like it may run on steam or the winding of, uh, rubber bands. And he's saying, wishing landing myself was as easy as landing values at Trader Joe's. Um, and then also says, fearlessly flying right into the pumpkin bread mix. So I don't know if he's flying right into the mix. That's where he's landing. That's pretty good. Uh, he's got a blue shirt on, and he looks like a nice chap. Uh, like, uh, looks like he's having fun. Uh, and, and that leads into what's on the cover. Pumpkin bread mix, uh, back again, uh, $2.99, still $2.99. It started in the 2019 
Uh, Trader Joe's Fearless Flyer, and much has happened, but uh, Trader Joe's Pumpkin Bread and Muffin Mix is here to help, uh, heralding the arrival of pump. Oh, so this is like the pumpkin spice uh, episode uh, where they talk about different things. I don't think I've had this one, Pumpkin Bread. I like pumpkin bread. I guess I prefer, I don't know, I guess I'm a banana bread person. So I said, well, if I'm going to have, I could just have banana. I'm like, if I'm going to have myself a batter bread, I think that's what they're called. Talk about a bed like bread. You say, get a batter bread. Like, uh, you know, what are you using bomb for on your elbows and your knees? You should use batter. You use some batter. Is it, has any company come out with that? And they say, well, instead of bomb, we now have batter. Uh, I don't know if anybody's doing that, uh, but uh, they should. And I'm going to take a little sniff, sippy poo. I just took a little sippy poo of my Trader Joe's uh, uh, apple cider. So, yeah, I guess I'm. that's my thing. Crunch dried honey crisp apples. Uh, I, I guess I always have trouble with these uh, these freeze-dried products. I don't know what crunch-dried means. It's all, all right. It's reserved, though, uh, because... Um, uh, you know, let's see. Which ones have I had that I'm afraid I've had the blueberries, but there's just so few. And I say, well, two ninety nine. I'm not sure that is a bargain, though they are good to have in your cupboard. They have broccoli and like a fruit if you're making a kid's lunch and like you just got back in town or something and you don't have the ability to uh, to like go to the store for Monday's lunch, then you have a vegetable. You could put some freeze-dried broccoli in there and you have a fruit and then you just have to figure out the rest of the lunch. Um, and again, you could go with the ramen if you have a thermos. So it's cr- cr- crunch-dried Honeycrisp apples. I prefer to drink my apples, I guess. Uh, and then autumnal, which is a great podcast word. Oh, autumnal. Such a nice word to say. Autumnal harvest soup. Let's see what's in here. We love the brisker temperatures, earlier sunsets. Okay, this is definitely a copywriter. I don't know anybody on earth that loves earlier sunsets. Um, oh, so satisfying crunch of dry autumn leaf underfoot. That's pretty good. Full flavored chowders. Bisques and broths reign supreme. That's why we created Autumnal Harvest Soup. Uh, in each bowl, you'll find a melody of uh, chunky harvest produce, butternut squash, pumpkin, and slow-simmered California tomatoes with earthy autumn herbs like rosemary and sage. Sounds all right, but uh, maybe not for me. I, I, I like. Uh, I do occasionally like a sage in my food, um, but yeah. Okay, let's move on to page two. Uh, shawarma chicken thighs. Now, you, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know I'm a big chicken thigh fan. I think they're easy to cook. They're a little bit juicier, and they have more fuller flavor than a chicken breast. They're usually um, more evenly sized, and they're good for flavoring. They're good for everything. You can have them, cook them one day and have them on salad. I don't know if I've had these shawarma chicken thighs. I will have to pick them up. Uh, let's see. They're wondrously good. Boneless chicken thighs seasoned with a shawarma spice marinade of onion, garlic, sea salt, cumin, cinnamon, coriander, paprika, turmeric, and parsley. Or turmeric. Uh, just the right amount of flavor to make a glorious uh, chicken shawarma thighs. Those two sound good. Four forty nine a pound. That is a good value. 
Oh, here's another one. I know, well, I guess I, there's two things. Like, I'm not a meat. I'm not. A, I'm a meatball person. I'm not a meatloaf person. Um, probably just some, you know, something that had, like some meatloaf I had early on, like, uh, like that, uh, who changed that, but this is Italian style Turkey meatloaf and it, uh, bestseller in our Western stores for years. Uh, I guess people out West probably eat more ground Turkey, I guess, uh, uh, rich and savory kick to the turkey. I just find turkey can be a little bit dry ground turkey. So, um, I have tried cooking with it and preparing it and I find it has to be mixed with something else a lot of times. Um, bright sweet tomato based sauce that tops off the loaf. And, uh, like, uh, all of our stores, we're careful to ensure we don't stray from the balanced flavor. It's in our refrigerated case. Uh, so this is pretty good if you've got a family and you're there and you don't know what you're going to make for dinner. Uh, a good companion for standby, like mashed potatoes and green beans and a key component component to a meatloaf sandwich. Uh, I would rather have a meatball sandwich myself. Uh, and Steve's there 10 minutes and Steve's uh, in Australia. Poor, poor Steve and Isabella are trying to work, uh, and uh, putting them to sleep. <laughs> so maybe you, you, you could both listen. Uh, yeah. I don't want to put you to sleep at work. Um, Cut, cut cut spaghetti squash squash squash. Why don't they rename squash or squash? And you say, whew, that squash has style." You say, "Yeah, that's that squash has swash." Was well, swash a word? It is, yeah, it is. It means fashionable fruits. Swash uh, spaghetti squash is again. I'm not as like a. Well, I guess I got a lot of de- deals with uh, autumnal b- foods because I'm not a squash person. I mean, a zucchini that's not overcooked. I, I like a zucchini, and I think that's a squash. Uh, but other than that, um, and then my my daughter doesn't like zucchini, so uh, so it's cut. Uh, comes in and like so you don't have to deal with the thick skin. And butternut, here's another one we'll have to butternut squash mac and cheese. Uh, if you, if you ever need to get a secret out of me, you know, sit down and serve me this because, uh, you know, I'll talk. I'll say, what do you need to know? Just like, uh, chunk at the goo. I say, if I don't have to eat this butternut squash mac and cheese, I'll tell you everything, everything, all, all my secrets. Uh, I did have a green chef meal. This week that had, uh, I think it was butternut squash or maybe sweet potatoes. It was something cubed in orange and it, it, at least it was mixed in with a, a few other vegetables. But even then I said, it's going to take some work to get, get this down. Uh, here's an interesting one I didn't try. Ooh, it's got um, Brussels sprouts and caramelized onion ravioli made in small batches the art and science of uh, flavor combinations, chunks of Brussels sprouts, caramelized onions, four cheeses, ricotta, mozzarella, romano, and cheddar, uh, savory filling enveloped, ooh, I like that, enveloped in a fresh pasta with standout green stripes, star player on your dinner plate, uh, served with a drizzle of uh, Trader Joe's extra virgin olive oil and shaved Parmesan delish. Yeah, that, that sounds interesting to me. I, I probably could eat that, uh, yeah, with like a, maybe like a garlic olive oil um, topping. 
Um, okay, next up is a uh, yellow curry chopped salad kit. Uh, romaine, crunchy red and green cabbages, carrot slivers, and green onion slices. Uh, this is more about the toppings and the dressing. Crunchy non-chips, uh, cashew pieces, golden raisins, and yellow curry ginger lime vinaigrette. Now that does sound pretty tasty. Um, that could go together. That could actually be, you could get this salad kit and have the chicken shawarma thighs on, then you could have a chicken shawarma, uh, or you could put it inside of a, a piece of naan or a, another piece of flatbread. This is another one I missed out on brined bone in center cut pork loin chop, uh, Sure to impress, a large chop cut from the center of the loin contains a piece of the tenderloin as well. Generally, pork chops and pork tenderloin are sold as separate cuts. Here you get both in one striking cut, similar in shape to a T-bone steak. The cut is lean and tender throughout, but thanks to that apple, cider, garlic, pepper brine, it'll remain tender when cooked. You can roast it in your oven, barbecue it, or sear it in a cast iron skillet. Uh, four ninety nine a pound. Uh, then horseradish aioli. I got this in my fridge, and uh, this is really good. It is uh, mayo, like it's like a, a little bit different flavor than um, a creamy horseradish sauce, and it uh, no lack of flavor here, as they say. And I back it up. Uh, second ingredients: ground horseradish root and vinegar. Uh, pungent flavor mixed with aioli, literally garlic and oil in French. Uh, uh, egg yolks emulsify, white salt and pepper, a touch of lemon juice keeps things bright. Creamy, thick spread uh, that resembles mayonnaise uh, but packs a spikier punch, a spunkier punch. And I can recommend that. They say try it on the pork chop, which I would think about. That sounds really good. Also here... And on this page is a picture of a cat on the back of a horse. Uh, it says, your horse, I'm a cat named Radish. They'll have to let us in to buy some. Nay, cat, nay. And uh, the horse has a nice red coat on. Red coat on. It's This is a bit like telling kids a bedtime story. Uh, a cat named Radish. I, I, like, I like whoever's writing these things. Uh, maybe one day they could work on the podcast. Okay, next up is a Harvest Chili Butternut Squash. Uh, again, this is something I would... Harvest Chili with Butternut Squash. If you could see my face if, when I say it, maybe you could sense it. Harvest Chili Butternut Squash. I'm moving on. <laughs> Autumnal Harvest Pasta Sauce uh, with a zucchette... Zucch... Zucchette pasta, zucchette pasta. Again, I'm not like a, I guess like a, I don't know what I'd do. I'd harvest other things in in the autumn. I'd say, well, I guess I'm out of luck because, uh, so cheesy spaghetti squash casserole. Oof, I don't, I don't think, uh, 50% tender spaghetti squash strings, uh, smooth sauce, cheddar and Parmesan. Uh, velvet, velvety bechamel, uh, creamy tenderness contrasted with a buttery panko crust, uh, which after about 50 minutes in a 400 degree oven bakes up perfectly crisp. But that sounds good. So that might be my entry point to spaghetti swashes. 
squash. Spaghetti squash is just uh, covering it in cheeses. Uh, wow, they they don't stop here. It's exhausting. Butternut squash Alfredo sauce. That's let's say no thank you. I'd say uh, I would prefer Alfredo sauce or. Actually, when it comes to creamy sauces, for the most part, I prefer to probably prepare myself. Maybe a mushroom Alfredo, if I was going to buy it in a jar. Yellow jackfruit curry with jasmine rice. Now, this does sound interesting. Uh, uh, let's read this one. I, I mean, I love jasmine rice. I love curry. Um, the time has come for yellow jackfruit curry with jasmine rice. Uh, jackfruit grows in abundance in Thailand, where a supply, a supply supplier is located. Uh, uh, let's see. Fruit cooks to a meat-like consistency with a mild taste that's ready to take on the flavor of any sauce. We've paired it with a creamy coconut milk-based yellow curry sauce created with our in-house yellow curry paste, uh, rich and fine ground herbs and spices, lemongrass, cumin, and turmeric, uh, fragrant aromatics. Um, they fry the curry paste. Uh, sauce is a delicious partner to tender pieces of jackfruit, chunks of eggplant, red bell pepper, and what's a curry without rice? So this is in the fridge. Oh, in the freezer. So this might be a good quick meal. Uh, chicken tiki masala. Is that how you say it? Masala. This is in their freezer. I don't think I've had it for the frozen version. Uh, have you tried it yet? No. Oh boy, it's a classic. Been in there since 2009. Chunks of chicken roasted in an oven or tandoor. Uh, mildly spicy tomato based curry flavor sauce. Again, I have the, um, What's that dude's name? The Naked Chef, Jamie Oliver's book. So usually, like any curry making, I base on that. Uh, but this does sound good. It's, uh, their orange chicken, Trader Joe's orange chicken, is really good and easy. So this could be another good go-to. 8.5-ounce package, eight three forty nine every day. Uh, yeah, this could be an easy one. Uh, goes good with... Uh, Possibly a cumin-infused basmati rice. Uh, terrific lunch or dinner. Uh, oh, you can microwave it. Ooh, that's interesting. Spaghetti squash uh, spirals. No. Spirals are not going to sell me. With, you know, soak it in cheese, but don't try to sell me on your spaghetti. Susie, take your swash and sell your spaghetti swash down by the seashore to the seashells because I'm not interested. Uh, I do have this. This is what I am interested in because I don't know where I put it, but I know I have it either in my house or my car somewhere is a Honeycrisp apple candle. Uh, While some people have a hankering for the holiday season, others are fanatics for fall. This candle does smell really good. And why not? Speaking of uh, really good, I'm going to have a sip of uh, Honeycrisp cider if I can get it from under here uh let's see what they have to say about it uh orchards hang heavy with ripe apples for the picking it's hard not to be swept away with the autumnal spirit yeah uh, so pick up this candle it, and it does it's paraben free soy wax blend it does smell good i mean it, and it's a 3.99 each great for uh, making your place smell better like apples uh and honestly i think that's like uh I'd burn it in my kitchen for like two hours and just, you know, make it smell good. Okay, I don't know how to say this one. This is the air plants. Uh, Till and 
Sias Tilland Sias Tilandsias. Uh, the air plants, uh, these were in and succulents, and they were in um, uh, Dios de los Muertos style um, conveyances. Uh, and uh, I have I have uh, an orange one uh, with a, a uh, some sort of succulent, and then a few of these air plants. They're really nice, decorative, and nice. Uh, not super sleepy. Oh, here's another word they're trying to catch me with: uh, spicy. Charcuterie, 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 like cuts meat, cut dried meats, uh, charcuterie, charcuterie selection, uh, this one's from a Salomon, 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 located in the United States, uh, whole bunch of cultures blended together, hot capa, hot capicola, hot suppressa, uh, hot ones uh, fermented and dried for 90 days. Uh, see you later, uh, bro Bryce. Uh, premium, premium, por- so smorgasbord. That's what it says, a veritable smorgasbord. Uh, ginger sugar salt scrub. I did purchase this. I may still have it in my bathroom. Uh, great for when you want to take a bath and you want to rub your feet. I'm not even joking. Uh, with sugar to exfoliate. Ginger root and pomegranate extracts to rejuvenate and a mixture of sweet almond, jojoba, jojoba, uh, sunflower seed oils to soften, Trader Joe's grapefruit, sugar shrug, <laughs> sugar shrug, down here at the sugar shack, the sugar scrub has everything you need to get back in the, your summer glow. My feet have never looked better, I'll tell you that much, uh, when I'm scrubbing them with sugar. And no, I haven't tasted it. That's surprising, actually. I guess I'm growing up. Uh, you know, one thing I've been trying to purchase uh, every couple weeks at Trader Joe's are uh, flowers. And they have beautiful plants and flowers that are terrific everyday values. So that in the fall, they had a ladybug bouquet for nine ninety nine, But usually they even have, like, flowers for, like, three ninety nine, seven ninety nine. Nine ninety nine, and then they've been testing out a variety of house plants. Uh, so it's, it is a good place to get flowers, and I think flowers are like can be a little gift you give yourself, and and you say oh, brightens up the place. Or at least that's what I've been telling myself. Uh, apple caramel Greek yogurt. I didn't try this one, but this does sound interesting. I don't know if I'm like um, those caramel sour apple flavors. I'm not, I, I enjoy it in a lollipop. I think that's probably it. Yeah, this one's thick and creamy, uh, just like you'd expect great yogurt to be. Caramel apples are fantastic. 11 grams of protein in a serving. That's a lot. Super dip for sliced, sliced gala apples. Uh, yeah, $9.99. cents. Uh, vanilla bean infused maple syrup this sounds pretty good 9.99 for 8.4 8.45 fluid ounces uh just to vanilla beans and maple syrup that does that probably sound that sounds like it could be pretty good and then roast another one roasted butternut squash red quinoa and wheat berry salad i'll be skipping it um, okay, we have all butter puff pastry. Oh, did I miss any pictures back there? No, uh, because we got a good one, good, good, good one here, an interesting one coming up. All butter puff pastry, two sheets, three ninety nine. These are pretty good to uh, if you have the room in your freezer to keep them 
because uh, they don't always have them. And then you're like, oh, wait, I need puff pastry for this. Uh, it's uh, possible for you to create a limitless variety of sweet desserts or savory hors d'oeuvres. Uh, fraction of the time it would take if you made it from scratch. Uh, French supplier crafts the pastry using simple ingredients in the French tradition. And yeah, this is that's a good one. Three ninety nine. I think you just got to make sure to take it out of the freezer like the night ahead of time. This one, uh, not my thing. Apple cinnamon cultured coconut milk. Uh, you had me at cinnamon. You lost me at apple. You can't. I don't. I don't know if I could sanction mixing a creamy beverage with an apple flavor. Is there any time I could sanction that? Uh, an apple milkshake? No. Apple milk? No. I mean, this is like an apple cider is creamy enough. I mean, it's not creamy. It's just a. Uh, so I can't. I can't support that. Pumpkin, pumpkin spice almond beverage. Uh, my brother probably would like that. Um, I did try a pumpkin nog. I think on one of these live streams once, and it was not to my liking. Sprouted seven grain bread. Uh, again, when I tried buying sprouted bread and my daughter didn't like it, so I don't, and I don't understand it. Sprouting grain before milling is commonly thought to have digestive benefits. Uh, it's good stuff. Uh, yeah, but we kind of make our own bread a lot of times. Uh, that's three forty nine though. And then they have like a, some sort of character, a little bit like a garden gnome reading a book, uh, with a plush cat, a garden gnome. Kind of has a stocking cap on, and the cat has a pink, a pink, uh, pink thing on. Pumpkin flavored dog treats. This was a hit at my house. I had these, and a sixteen ounce box, three forty nine. Koa did like those, so that was a uh, she. She she likes pumpkin flavored dog treats. Uh, <laughs> any dog treats. They have gingerbread flavored ones. Then they'll have all of them in one box. Uh, pumpkin ginger hold the cone. Now this is something I could think about because a pump. I like ginger, and the pumpkin spice can be good in, in creamy desserts. I've slowly learned, as we'll soon talk about. Uh, these are like the. Uh, it's like a frozen ice cream cone with ice cream already on it. Like a, I forgot what those other ones, Nutty Buddy or whatever they were called. Uh, it's a mini ice cream cone, uniquely delicious. Uh, this is pumpkin season. Uh, these treats, uh, ginger-flavored cones. Wow, I missed out on this one. Uh, and just enough ginger taste to invoke gingerbread. Uh, then a rich and creamy pumpkin ice cream. Ginger, nutmeg, cinnamon, and cloves. So it does it. And then topped off with a sweet coating made from sugar, coconut oil, and vanilla. That does sound interesting. I mean, next year or this year, I guess this fall, I may try you. Now, this one is a buy next, this fall, a strong buy. If you like uh, cinnamon rolls and you want something different, very, very sweet, I only suggest half a roll. Pumpkin rolls with pumpkin spice icing. I bought these just to test them out, and I was very impressed, though they are very sweet. Uh, a cinnamon roll, fresh and warm from the oven. Uh, you know, the, the sticky stuff all over it, just like you'd go at Cinnabon. Uh, tantalizing treats, um, but the, with the cinnamon, not the cinnamon roll flavors, but those of pumpkin pie. Now I'd say, eh, more like a pumpkin dessert flavor. Uh, they had them just in time for the season. 
uh, we originally bought, brought them the idea and then they, you know, they worked on it for a while at the Trader Joe's labs, just like those comes in a tube, just like your other pumpkin pies. I mean, cinnamon rolls, uh, pumpkin cheesecake. No, I mean, I don't know why I would draw the line there, but, uh, creamy dessert made with loads of rich, smooth cream cheese, impressive amounts of real pumpkin and seasonal pumpkin pie spices. It makes a quick and easy dessert for a special occasion gathering, a weekend party and, uh, plenty of other things. Uh, uh, Trying to think of what else. Thirty ounces, so six ninety nine. So somebody could be into that. Uh, pumpkin JoJo's. Oh, this these could. I mean, I'm not a big like a Oreo fan. I know that some people are, and my daughter likes them. We might even had these uh, one ninety nine for a ten point five ounce box, uh, and I think they're they're decent. I think I enjoyed them. Uh, pumpkin pancake and waffle mix. My brother is a huge fan of this. They have gluten full and gluten free. Um, and you can, I've done mixing, matching them. My brother is a big fan of the gluten free, uh, pumpkin pancake and waffle mix. Huge fan. He'll buy like a year's worth in the fall. Uh, they also have the gluten, the one with the gluten. Uh, the pump, the gluten free one is also kosher, which is nice. Uh, $3.29 for the gluten-free, $1.99 for the um, gluten-full. Uh, so a little bit, I mean, you're paying for that gluten-free and uh, kosher, which I don't know is fair, but um, yeah, it's it's decent. Um, my, my mind, I did enjoy it. It has a more subtle, they both have a more subtle flavor. Chocolate mousse pumpkins. What the? Chocolate mousse pumpkin. What the heck is that? Uh We'd miss opportunity. These little cakes, generous servings, moist chocolate cake, airy chocolate mousse, enrobed, uh, but orange. Well, of course it's orange. It's shaped like a pumpkin. So some sort of pumpkin cake uh, with a natto-tinted fondant that transforms. It does sound interesting. Uh, pumpkins, orange, and otherwise. Yeah, so Trader Joe's is a good spot to get decorative small pumpkins, fall fantasy pumpkins uh, in different variations, uh, orange pumpkins, mini pumpkins. Uh, the fall fantasy pumpkins were five ninety nine, and the orange pumpkins were two ninety nine. Uh, petite pumpkin spice cookies. These were crafted with a pu- oh shortbread. Uh, you know, Scoots loves shortbread, folks. Uh, pumpkin spice shortbread dough, crispy and crunchy and crumbly, uh, white or orange icing. Oh, so these are kind of like the um, animal, like like the coated animal crackers, I think. So I haven't had those. Gluten-free pumpkin bread and buff, 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 buffin, muffin making mix. Hey, buffin, how are you today? Uh, my name's Muffin, actually. Oh, sorry. You're just so buff. That's why I said buffin. Um... Gluten-free pumpkin bread and muffin baking mix. Uh, I guess we went through the gluten one at the beginning. We didn't. If we didn't, if we didn't tell us, we wouldn't know it's gluten-free. They say skillful at mixing gluten-free flavors like sorghum, millet, and brown rice in just the right proportions. Bakes into light, airy breads and muffins that tasted like you made them from scratch. Seventeen point five ounce three box, three ninety nine. Pumpkin spice coffee is not my thing. I mean, I probably drank a cup of it. Uh, 
and these are K cups, uh, single serve K cups, uh, four ninety nine for twelve K cups. Twelve ninety nine divided by five is. I mean, I don't know. You're better off going to the store. I think. That's why I don't have a curry. I would drink. I would spend thousands of dollars a month on coffee. Uh, that's why I buy it by the pound. Uh, let's see. This is like uh, adult beverages. One page of that. Oh wait, there was a Santa Claus cartoon. I I forgot. Uh, oh yeah, we also had a Santa Claus holding a pumpkin and saying, "Huh, too soon." Uh, so you know, contemplating. But it was a joke uh, based on people Christmas creep. They call it. Okay, this one was a hit in our house. We didn't buy enough of it. Candy corn popcorn did not taste like candy corn. It was, uh, uh, they say it's utterly ironic. Um, or I guess because it's candy corn popcorn. I guess that is ironic. It, it was tasty. It was more like a, a kind of like a different caramel corn flavor uh, than you would normally expect, but it was good. One ninety nine for a five ounce bag. Uh, it was good. Carrot cake spread. What is carrot cake spread? We wondered too. I didn't see this. Uh, it's like a jar of carrot cake without the flowers and eggs, deep orange in color and texture between jam and butter. Fruit butter, that is. Tastes like sweet carrots, warm spices, soft raisins, and molasses and vanilla. That's what's inside there. Spread. So kind of like cookie butter. Man, they these stuff it in your French toast. That's what they say. So tell, tell, don't tell me what to stuff in my French toast, Trader Joe's. Maple sugar candy. They had this? I did not see this there. Uh, just one ingredient, maple sugar. Uh, comes to a supplier from just north of Vermont, east of Maine, and Quebec, Canada. Collected, boiled, removed from heat, whipped as it begins to cool and crystallize, and poured into maple leaf-shaped candy molds. Uh, one ninety nine for four candies. And then apple cider uh, jam. Oh, apple cider jam. That's interesting. Uh, freshly picked apples, apple cider. Oh, this is all different stuff you would eat. Uh, apple cider jam is the jam this fall. It's uh, Granny Smith and Roma apples. Apple cider and spices. Ooh, good. This does sound good. Cinnamon allspice, cardamom, uh, yeah, cardamom, cloves, coriander, ginger, and mace. Yeah, sweet and tart. Uh, Three ninety nine. Maybe I'll pick that up next year. I don't think I'll remember it. Then there's a man reading a scroll. It looks like a Roman or a Greek. Uh, the scroll scroll hath foretold. Fruits of the land shall be made spreadable treats, while candy groweth in trees and apples begunth to jam. Just call me Jostradamus. Uh, just call me Jostradamus. Very funny. Okay, so I, uh, this one, I hate to be a letdown, but this is a no-buy. Apple Caramel Slab Pie. Great name, not a great pie. Uh, rather than being baked in a round tin, maybe this is where it went wrong. It's baked in a re- rectangular slab. Uh, it sounded good, but uh, it says that shape inc- ensures even cooking and reheating and parceling out peach- pieces easier. Uh, didn't ensure that it tasted good. It says it was a caramel sauce of butter, ginger, butter, sugar, and whipping cream. 
uh, cinnamon spice, northern spy apples with the flaky. Just didn't have the right, didn't have enough apples uh, like an apple pie would. And it didn't, I don't know, I guess the caramel did throw it off. Uh, good idea. It was six ninety nine. That makes it even more outrageous. I'm sorry, Trader Joe's. That's on my do not buy list. Uh, just get an apple pie. And then put some, if you got to get caramel, then put it on. Why do you got to put, I don't know. Why don't you make a freaking butternut squash pie, apple butternut squash pie, and, you know, give that to me for my birthday if you really want to insult me. Oh, boy, Scoots, really, you're fiery about this. Well, I'm, I mean, remember how long it sat in our fridge for? I do. I said I, had, I said, I can't believe I can't eat this apple pie. One of my favorite things. Stone ground tortilla chips with Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Talk about ruining good things. Uh, what's going on over there? White corn flour, rice flour, potato flakes, and then freeze-dried Brussels sprouts. I mean, I, I like Brussels sprouts, but you're going to put them in a chip? Fall harvest salsa. Yeah, t- take it somewhere else. It's got butternut squash and pumpkins and a salsa and apples. Uh I mean, some people might like this. I think my brother did. Beef and broccoli. Now, there's something I can get behind. Mildly sweet and spicy. Uh, south, southwestern Chinese dish. Uh, bringing together tender streets of, streets, of beef, streets of beef. That was one of my favorite uh, Pacino, early Pacino movies. Streets of beef. That was a classic. Uh, I don't know who who made that. Uh, was it uh, J- John uh, Franken Fr- Franken uh, Frank like? Uh, but it was a classic. Streets of Beef. Check it out. Uh, lightly blanched uh, broccoli florets, paired with a traditional sauce of red chili and chili garlic puree, soy sauce and vinegar, garlic, ginger, and red chilies, cayenne pepper. Sounds pretty good. I haven't had it. Uh, then we have two characters walking together, uh, and uh, I think the woman has a bustle. Like, she has a skirt. She also has a beautiful hat with a bird on it. Uh, she says, you seem mildly sweet, just like my favorite beef and broccoli. And he says, ooh, don't forget, I'm a little spicy too, my dear. Trader Joe's freezer, bringing people together for more than 50 years. Except for me. <laughs> Except for me, Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's refrigeration section, bringing me into awkward conversations. Uh, cornbread crisps, uh, they sound interesting. 2017, they started fall-only item, and now they have them available every day. They're so popular. Uh, Trader Joe's cornbread crisps are from-scratch cornbread recipe, pressed thin, then baked. Crisps are diamond-shaped, olfactory, make you do an olfactory double-take, uh, Old factory, old factory, old factory. What's that fish song? Because old factory do something. Um, the flavor and color come from yellow corn. So I guess it's like a like a somewhere between a bread, like one of those crisp breads. Spiced cider equals autumn's arrival. It's say spice your own cider. Um, just my opinion. Because their cider's so good. Uh, yeah. But this one, uh, let's see what's in here. What spices? Flavor has fully revealed itself. Hint of citrus. Oh, it doesn't have the flavors. It's spiced, though. Perhaps we engage in friendly hyperbole. Uh, 
the harbinger of autumn's awesomeness is without a doubt Trader Joe's Spice Cider. That's their words, not mine. Chimay autumnal cheese. I can't, I don't think I could have that. Um, Pumpkin spiced pumpkin seeds. Talk about irony. Trader Joe's, come on. Uh, Bite size savory thin minis. These are a kind of cracker made with California rice flour and sesame from the southern plains, uh, but without wheat, so they're free of gluten. Incorporate just a touch of wheat-free tamari soy sauce, giving the crackers a subtle umami. Umami. Remember that joke? Umami. Uh, uh, what are the fl- what, what is what is that extra flavor on a fly's tongue? Shumami. What's the extra flavor on the bottom of my? Uh, these little crispers are lightly, lightly salted. 130 ca- calories. 37 crackers for 279. And Trader, jo- Trader Joe's thinks that's a bargain. Um, Toscano cheese with cinnamon. Excuse me? No, thank you. Uh, maybe, yeah. Toscano cheese with cinnamon. A- apricot, cherry, cranberry, goat's milk, cheese. Okay, I guess that's some things that people do serve as dried cherries and cran. I don't want, like, remember, I taste the goat and goat cheese, so I can't have goat cheeses. Um, a new crop of gala apples from Washington. You know, gala, gala or gala, uh, apples originated in New Zealand, took hold in U.S. growers in the 1980s, uh, now in the 20 teens. Uh, they're one of the most loved varieties. How do you like them apples? Uh, 49 cents each. Organic canned pumpkin, that's one ninety nine for a 15-ounce can. That's pretty good. Um, that's pretty good. Uh, that uh, pretty good price for that. So if you're making a pumpkin pie or something, that's a good thing to keep in your thing. Uh, organic Thai-style carrot and sweet potato soup. Uh, you had me at Thai-style and carrot, but you lost me at sweet potato soup. Here's a buy, great buy, uh, organic bone broths. Uh, they have a beef bone broth, an organic chicken broth. This is what I talked about. I mean, you could get your, if you can get a broth, you make yourself or you get locally fresh. That's great. Uh, but these are two ninety nine for a seventeen ounce uh, uh, like Tetra Pak box container. They're great if you're making rice. Um, you know, to add some broth you know like uh, some extra like uh, flavor uh, to it i mean it's like a, than just a, um a non bone broth but i think i guess all broths bone broth uh, uh nutrition dense uh, they had a broth a bit of a bone to pick when they were looking for their broth uh, uh because uh, it's made with heavy soup bones um so that's uh, like how they do it, uh, but it is good. They also have like a turkey broth, I think, in the turkey season. There's also a character tipping their hat. Uh, uh, they call me fearless not for my fashion, not for my dancing, but for my intrepid pursuit of outstanding values. This must be Trader Joe's or oh, Fearless Joe in jokes. I have the best of jokes. Uh, dresses very uh, stylishly. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm drinking the. I'm drinking right now. I'm drinking some Honeycrisp uh, cider. Uh, 
Jennifer says hi. And uh, yeah, there's no internet in my closet, so I can't do any live streams um, outside of the closet. Uh, organic del delicate squash. Okay, another squash. Uh, hot cocoa toaster pastries. Uh, that's uh, I, I just couldn't bring myself to buy these because I said, am I going to buy these kind of like Pop-Tarts and then not eat them? Are they at breakfast or are they at dessert? So I saw these and then I also wondered, like, what are you doing that's different that you're calling it a hot cocoa versus a regular like just chocolate pastry? Um, organic light corn syrup. I didn't realize they sold corn syrup there, but that's probably good for your baking season. Uh, so that's it. Uh, they also have an organic cold pressed spice Fuji apple cider. Again, I just like plain apple cider myself. Um, cinnamon clove, fresh fruit Fuji apples, cold pressed uh, using a cold water pressure process called HPP. Uh, super fresh. Active, we're active advocates for the annual spice cider. Maybe this is fresh. Uh, you'll find it in yeah, refrigerated, cold press, 12 ounces, one ninety nine. Let's see, they have organic bourbon barrel aged Vermont maple syrup. Uh, that's too risky for me. Organic pumpkin spice granola bark. Uh, again, you, my brother, my, he's a big fan of these. Uh, Organic turkey apple bites for snacking on the go. What in the heck is that? Like, uh, oh, it's like turkey and apple mixed together, I guess. Uh, so a bit like, um, what are those things called? Slim Jim. Salted caramel hot cocoa. I didn't buy this uh, just because I found that um, I bought that mint Trader Joe's hot cocoa last year. Two years ago, I wasn't happy with it. This one almost caught me, too, is Hot Cocoa O's. So, like, Cheerios, but chocolate. Um, or maybe I even bought it, and it was disappointing. Yeah, I think maybe it was, like, a, I don't know, Marbits. It does have mini marshmallows. Hot Cocoa Dunkers, uh, made with real cocoa, dipped in a chocolatey coating. Uh, hot Cocoa Marshmallow Chocolate. So, these are things to dip in your coffee, and, and I guess it's, like, a... Uh, thanks, Steve. Uh, it, uh, like, uh, I guess I don't, I can't picture myself. Um, I don't know. I don't need it. I don't need to be caught. I, I just like drinking my coffee, uh, adding like a, a dessert to it would, you know, that's gonna, this thing's popular for, with kids, a pound plus of 72% dark, 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 dark chocolate. It's a big chocolate bar. And I know that my friends that actually are like bakers, they like buying those. Um, it's giant. I never bought one because uh, that's the last thing I need in my house. It's like it, it would, I guess it's, it wouldn't get used and then it would melt or something. Um, let's see. Red honey, honey processed El Salvador coffee. Red honey processed. What does that mean? Let's see. Incredibly oppressed, uh, like uh, fourth-generation family-owned farm, La Finica Provence, Provend, Proved, and Sia, Provend and Sia, red bourbon variety beans uh, using the red honey method. Uh, what is the red honey method? 
Rather than processing the beans after the fruit flesh has been completely removed, the beans are dried with sticky sweet golden layers of fruit still clinging to the beans. Sometimes this layer is called honey. Then the beans are dried, uh, continually turned with all of the fruit pulp sticking to the beans, and uh, then finished on clay patios. Takes about It could be interesting. That could be interesting. Maybe I'll try that. Uh, they have an Earl Grey loose, brent, loose blend, loose leaf black tea blend, uh, Earl Grey de la creme for three forty nine. It uh, full control over your flanks. It's uh, black tea leaves, dried sunflowers, dried corn flowers, and uh, vanilla bean, berg, bergamot, and other flavors. Uh, the vanilla calms the tea's astringency. Uh, black or French vanilla cold brewed coffee. Uh, I've been making cold brew for a few years now. Since, thanks to listener Melissa. Uh, so let's see. Apple cider donuts. I did buy these twice. These are pretty good. Uh, they're from a family owned bakery in Western Massachusetts. Traditionally lightly fried cake type donuts rolled in cinnamon. So there's like cinnamon sugar donuts with a little apple cider flavor. Uh, you got to kind of eat them. I didn't try freezing them. They say, oh, we're talking less than 70 cents a donut. Uh, rustic apple tart. Uh, rustic apple tart. Uh, again, after my getting that didn't work out with my caramel apple, like caramel pie, I just can't go back there. Semi-sweet chocolate chips. I have these in my cupboard. Chocolate salted caramel mug mix. I think I made my thing clear about that. Halloween gummies. Hey, I don't like. I, I guess like I like Trader Joe's. I don't usually buy candy from Trader Joe's. Oh, here's a here's a picture of a frog. The frog says, "A mug, don't be a toad." He's holding a um, not a, like a something like a champagne glass. So we drink coffee and tea out of the best stemware, and the 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 frog is sitting on a toadstool. <laughs> It's funny. And the feet on a lily pad. Uh, Halloween gummies, 20 gram pouch just, just with the uh, Halloween shapes. Uh, yeah, interesting. And then uh, caramel apple granola. I did get this. I didn't eat it all. Again, I just think like uh, I, I'm a big fan of uh, they have like almond butter granola. But I guess I just don't eat a lot of cere- cold cereal. Um, and then I, like if you don't eat it. Regularly, it kind of even with the Ziploc bag, it does uh, go stale, and then it's not enjoyable. So I guess like I'm off off granola, raw California almonds four ninety nine a pound. Wow, they say uh, non perep whatever almonds, uh, high quality, go, grown in California, hundred percent. Uh, uh, California provides hundred percent of commercial supply of almonds, uh, crunchy and flavorful. And versatile nuts. Uh, I like their 50% salt uh, roasted ones. Uh, I guess it depends on how you use your almonds. And then the last thing on here is uh, the Trader Joe's H-A-U-N-T-E-D house, uh, which is a bit like a, what are those things called? A gingerbread house kit. And uh, I don't know if I told, I think I told the story, but maybe I didn't. Uh, So I bought two of these. I think, no, 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 just one. Uh, let's see what it says. It's uh, back for another Hallow's Eve meets Brothers Grimm inspired version of our traditional gingerbread house. So like it's winter sibling custom made for Trader Joe's and then you custom make it the way you like it. You put it together 
decorate it with ready-to-use icing and decorations and enjoy it throughout the season. This one features chocolate cookie pieces for which to build. Uh, then you adorn your edifice. You got a like a Casper-shaped cookie, candy brooms, flying friends, mini beads, jelly beans, black currants, carrots, and pumpkin-flavored radish hibiscus. Those are what flavor the thing. Seven ninety-nine, affordable edible decor. And uh, what we did was we had it, Sophia and I, and we made it. And we were having like people over before we went trick or treating. And I think we went out to go get something. And then, and this never happens, like because Co is really a good girl. Uh, we had left it on the kitchen table and uh, came home. And, and I guess a chair was there. She just couldn't help herself, I guess. And, uh, so she, she had a snack on the, uh, the, 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 the gingerbread, the Halloween gingerbread house, like fully snacked it down. And so her bed was covered in things. And then, uh, we had to look up the ingredients to say, well, it's chocolate flavored. Like what's the cocoa content? It was very low, luckily. Uh, so. But uh, she ate the whole thing, more or less, just covered in candy and chocolate in the floor in her bed. But it was made for an interesting, like, 20 minutes when we called and we said, uh, hey, here's the ingredients. You know, we called our uh, the Koa keepers that watch over Koa and then bill us. Though we didn't, they didn't bill us for that call. They said, huh, well, let's see what's up. We went through the ingredients. So it's a little bit about... um that's it. I mean, uh, the live stream will go on a few more minutes. Uh, I can be here till 630 if people want to chat. Uh, but this is for the episode that's getting released. Is it? And good night.